Greg Romero Wilson. Uh, we moved the show to Monday because Don Fry has like divorce court or something on Tuesday. And <laughs> I don't think that he will actually show up to the Monday that we moved it to. Uh, so just so you know what I'm dealing with. Uh, and then Phil Baroni said he wants to call out Jake Paul. So he said, hey, can I do the show? I said, absolutely. So I sent him the Zoom link and he goes, and he writes me back, what the fuck is this? I go, uh, oh boy. <laughs> I go, I go, it's Zoom. And, he, and then this is what he wrote. He goes, just do something normal, you fucking dork. Uh, <laughs> so, and then, I guess he's been doing a lot of these. Oh, jeez. And he on, on Twitter, what the fuck is wrong with you, dork? Just call me. What the fuck is Zoom? Boom, moon. Suck a dick, you homo. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's what I got. That sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, but uh, hopefully Phil will, uh, uh, will come on the show. Um, so anyway, here we go. Uh, I just got back from Florida. Um, and, uh, and by the way, I don't endorse Phil's words, by the way, if anybody, if anybody knows, I, I, I don't like, <laughs> I don't, for the record, this, that was Phil Peroni. Phil's comments do not reflect the opinions of other members of the uh, yes. MMA roasted team. I feel like everybody we have on the show, we have to actually say. <laughs> I think every week, every week we have to make this disclaimer just to make sure people aren't like, you seem fine with it. You were laughing and laughing. It's like, oh my God, we're just trying to do a show here, people. So I just got back. So I got back from Florida, right? So, yeah. you know, one of those things, I had a show Friday and Saturday. And I, it used to be before the pandemic, you could actually fly in the, the day of the show. You know, you could leave at 6 a.m., get in like three, even if it's Florida, and still give yourself four or five hours. Well, now with like COVID, flights get canceled left and right. So it's like you have to leave the night before, right? I have to leave at like 10 o'clock on Thursday. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can't, don't, you can't fly day off. You have to get, go there the day before to make sure you're there. And the problem with that is now, like, the hotel lets you in at 3 o'clock. But I'm yeah. getting in at like 8 in the morning. So I'm like, well, what do I do? I stay at a Starbucks like a homeless person for like, you know, eight hours with my stuff, you know, just like camp out somewhere. Like, <laughs> come on, you've done this long enough. You know what to do. I go to the hotel. And right. I say, hey, I'm here to check in. And they always say, oh, we have no, we, 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 have, we have no rooms available. Always. Right. Uh, until three o'clock. So then I go, okay, no problem. I'll just hang out in the lobby. Uh, until you, someone, you know, uh, until three o'clock. And then I set up my stuff and everyone, yeah. go, hey, hey, they go, all right, guess what? A room just opened. I have no, literally exactly, everybody. Exactly. Exactly. There is a room available. Yeah. You just got to get them to give it to you. 
Right. And when, if that means you, I mean, a lot of times you can just sweet talk them right there and tell them you're a comedian. And usually they're like, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes they're like, sorry, three o'clock's checking. It's like, all right, I guess I'll just sit here and stare at you until, uh, <laughs> Until magically a room becomes available. I hope you don't mind me being in your shit for a few no, hours. And I just say hi to everybody. I set up my computer, you know. Yeah. I, I start laughing at comedy shows. Ha, ha, ha. Like too loud. Yeah, exactly. Anything to make so, it uncomfortable. They will find. There's a room available. They're just being idiots. They don't want. They just let you in. So then, so then I, I do the show and they were like, hey, just so you know, the, the last time we had a show here, only two people showed up. I'm like, great. It's a, it's a theater that holds like 200 people. They got a beautiful theater. So luckily there was I like- flew to Florida. <laughs> so luckily like there was like 20 people, like 18 of which I brought. My friend Ramsey- Right, of course, of course. My friend Ramsey, rest in peace, Ramsey Moore. He was oh, like, right, uh, yes. his sister came and, uh, and Ramsey was the kind of guy that like, he was like, I, I even said on the stage, I'm like, oh, you know, my buddy Ramsey's sister's here. Ramsey passed away. He was 400 pounds. She goes five, 500 pounds. Uh, and he was the most obnoxious person. I loved him. But he was that guy that if he knew something annoyed you, he would just keep annoying. He would just keep asking the same. He was just that guy. He, I, and I loved him for it. Like, he would have loved, like, Trump winning. He, just, he was always a counterculture kind of guy. Uh, so I talked about the story about there was a girl. He was my roommate, Dave he was like staying in his room and there was a girl that said she would blow him, but she had to put a vibrator up his butt. That was like the deal. So he said, of course. Well, anyway, uh, he lost the vibrator and, and he didn't know if he lost it up his butt or not. But like, it was like a little thing. So like, so Dave, my roommate was- Was like, it on or wasn't it? It seems like if it's on, you would know. His ass was so big. His ass was so big. You oh my it. God. How much stuff does he put up his ass? Oh so, my God. so I told that story to his sister from the, from the stage. Uh, yeah. She did not look surprised. She's like, yep, sounds like my brother. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Linton Vassell came, which was awesome. He, he's obviously a Bellator fighter. Uh, love Lynn Vassell, and then uh, Herbert Burns came, who's Gilbert Burns' brother, also a really good friend. Um, yeah. The second show I had, so there was about like I don't know, 60 people, and there was a, like a 15 year old kid who looked like a McLovin type kid, right, in the front row with his family who knew not all my jokes, I have a lot of new jokes, but he knew a lot of my jokes and was yelling them out to me. <laughs> he was like my biggest fan. So, uh, oh. Your biggest worst fan. Oh, like, the, can I tell you something? That's why I almost exclusively publish um, uh, crowd work videos yeah. because I don't want them to know the jokes before the show, you know, and because that's what happens, and it ruins the surprise. And a lot of the the, the fun comes from the surprise. You now, him and his dad are doing my jokes along with me, like it's a fucking karaoke or something. So now I'm like, <laughs> so now I'm like. Now I'm like doing jokes that he doesn't know, just for him. Like I'm just trying to surprise him. Like, <laughs> the whole show is like, did not only that. And then there was a girl. There was a girl that like I had the biggest crush on in high school, right? Yeah. Biggest crush. And so she shows up and she gives me a big hug and she's like, oh my god. And she's married now, but she's like, wow, you look good. You've been working out. Like I'm like, I'm like, hey, how's your, how's your, you know, you look so happy. She's like, oh, that's just Facebook. You know, like, so she's, uh, and she's telling me how, like, uh, she's like, how long are you married for? I'm like, four years. She goes, it gets worse. I'm like, 
So obviously, I'm not saying she's throwing it at me because she's not, but it was just like, of course. And here we go. <laughs> and of course, I wanted. She's, she's vibing it out there. She's yeah. vibing it out there. And of course, I want her to see that I had the greatest set of my life. But instead, I have this kid doing all my jokes. I have four old Russian ladies that, that I have a, a, a guy with a cowboy hat who's deaf, he told me, and an Italian couple that was just talking to me the whole time. Like, I thought this was a conversation. Like, this was. This was the show. And then like 15 people. But anyway, so that, that was like, and of course I'm on like, I'm, I was sick last week. So I'm taking Terraflu all day, like daytime, but my Oof. ears are clogged. So now I'm like, I can't hear the crap. It was just one of those, I, I got through it. I did well, it was fine. But I was like, oh God, it's always like that show when you, like, you want to impress the girl and you want to see her kill. And instead you have your biggest fan. Don Fry, how are you, man? I'm good, sweetheart. How are you? <laughs> uh, so you had divorce court tomorrow? I thought you were already divorced. Why are you still in divorce uh, court? You know, because about $50,000 from my property disappeared. Oh. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Man. Is it going to be on TV? Is it like divorce court that we could we could watch? <laughs> that would be must-see TV right there. Uh, actually, Don's, Don's actually getting pre-divorced for the next Philly. He's got yeah. lined up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He must have all the paperwork done. So let's, let's talk about some fights because there's a lot to get to here. Oh, my God, yes. First of all, we have Bubba Jenkins on here. And Bubba Jenkins, like, I remember Greg texting me, hey, what do you think about Bubba? Are you nervous? I go, yes, I'm nervous. Obviously, he's running the two-time champion. But I said, Bubba's the kind of guy that – This is great. This is I so said, true. I said, well, Bubba's the kind of guy – and he'll, 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 he'll deny this, right? He'll completely deny this. But he's such a good athlete. But he was that guy that tried extra hard when the girls were in town. Like, he would, like he's – the, he's the wrestler that when there was a hot chick in the crowd, all of a sudden he became the greatest of all time. Like hey, – right. And yes. he was that guy that like, so he just, when he told me he just got divorced, there's a million dollars on the line. He's got three kids. You know, he wants to win the million just to stick it to his ex-wife. Well, he's gonna, she wants him to win the million too. She gets half. So and really? After or, the well, because the child support, the child support numbers go yeah, because he's got sue, more money. Don't sue for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. You can, you can you keep going back. But my attorney has told me that we can't keep going back because I'm like, oh, I want alimony. You know, fuck, I can't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. I got a job. I carried her for 20 years, you know. I want some yeah. alimony. Oh, we can't do that. It's too late. I said, bullshit. People go back all the time. You know? So, I'm like, like no. Yeah, so like I said, Greg, I said, I said, Greg, this is the kind of fight that Bob is going to do well in uh, because. You know, I, I literally... Are you pushing me out of the conversation? No, I want to... No, we totally got you. Yeah. You said Greg. You said Greg. Like I said, Greg. Hey, Greg. Like I said, Greg. Like, you pushed me out three times there, man. Sorry, You're sorry. Oh, boy. Sorry. Oh, man. You Don, hurt my sorry. feelings. What? Don, sorry. Sorry. So what were you saying, Don? You hurt my feelings. Okay. I, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, okay? Nah. First of all, I didn't know you had to. Uh, There's no such thing as soft dog. He's like getting you, punk. Jeez. So, so, so I said, this is the kind of fight. And then Greg said, well, this is for all the pussy. Well, 
Cut to, this was the best Bubba Jenkins I've ever seen. I've ever seen. By far, like a million times better. And I'm like, God damn it, if Adam didn't diagnose that exactly when it was going to happen. Yes. Uh, and he, you know what? He, Dewey Cooper, he got to stick with Dewey. And Bubba's also that kind of guy that, you know, he doesn't get things. I'm not saying he'll get anything right away, but he's on his own timeline. Because yeah. kind of like in college when he got kicked off the Penn State team and yada, yada, and he had to go to ASU for a year, comes back, beats the guy. That's just Bubba. It took him a while to figure out this MMA thing. But holy shit, did he put it all together for this fight. Dominated Lance Palmer, 30-27. Lance won nine fights in a row. He, he was, he's a two-time PFL champion. And Bubba's striking his kick. Striking was – it was unbelievable how much better he got. So – so meanwhile, I said, I go, Bubba, if you win the million, I want, I want my wedding gift, right? Remember I said that? And he, yes, goes, yes. So he goes, I'll buy your daughter a gift, right? So I text him after the fight, hey, man, congratulations, text. I go, I go uh, my daughter likes Barbie dolls, right? So then I text him, and then uh -huh. he gets back, weird-ass text, but okay. Like, like, that's not, dude, I just, I, like, I meant, because you said when you win the million, he goes, oh, you're a comedian, do better. <laughs> I, exactly i was gonna say he was like he was like shouldn't you just be sucking my dick right now <laughs> why, you gotta be ask, why you gotta be asking me for this shit right now oh dude you should have had that 15 year old kid uh send a joke to him for you you know so what they knew all your jokes anyway <laughs> yeah. so this is uh <laughs> You're right. So listen, Bubba's got like a couple more fights to win, you know, it's, it's obviously, but man, he's off to a good start. Uh, really, really happy for him. I feel like he just got a text from his wife right before you were going, yeah, keep going, sucker. I need that half a million. Oh my God. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. But Anthony Pettis lost. That was also crazy. Anthony yeah. Pettis, Anthony Pettis lost to a, a guy that, you know, he had f like five boxing matches last year um, and like won all five of them. The cat's been active. I think that people, I don't know if they're overlooking people in the PFL, like some of these UFC stars, but you got to take every fight as serious as you would if you were fighting a, like a UFC champion. You can't overlook anything. Uh, I, I, think, I think what we're seeing is, is the, the, the meeting of guys who, who rushed in and got the money against weaker competition finally running into the actual competition they should have been facing for a million dollars. And so these are much tougher fights, I think, than they were before. Well, I also think the guys, these, these other guys have something to prove, you know, versus like, yeah, Pettis, absolutely. I think Pettis has already been a champion. He's, he's already, he's already done it, you know? Um, but I mean, the PFL, I think also gave these guys big signing bonuses. Like they gave Verdum a huge signing bonus. Probably give Pettis yeah, really? a bonus. So they also like, Ooh, they don't want these stars coming in to like not even make the playoffs. Granted, it makes the other guys look good, but they still want star power. People were tuning in for Anthony Pettis. They, they weren't yeah. not tuning in for Clay Collard. Um, but. Yeah, but Clay Collard's hands, it shows you what a real boxer can do when they learn MMA. You yeah. know, because we usually have guys that are wrestling, jujitsu, karate that learn boxing. But to have a boxer come in and learn MMA, man, that guy's hands were fucking dangerous. He was an MMA guy first. I think he was an MMA guy and learned boxing and then brought it back. Oh, okay. I thought he was a boxer who came to MMA. Uh, Sean, but either way, great. Those you hands, you can PFL tell the difference. Sean, you watch the PFL? Uh, I didn't, but I did win money on Bubba. I uh, I took your word for it, his word for it, and uh, bet big on him. But I'll tell you a couple things about Bubba. Uh, when I met him every time doing your podcast, I mean, I didn't tell him to take his shirt off, but I've never seen him have abs like he did on the podcast the other day. Like, he pulled his shirt up, 
So one, I knew he was in amazing shape uh, on that. Two, just the way he was talking, I, I was full. Like he, there's, you know, there's false confidence. There's cockiness. He, Bubba seemed like it was a foregone conclusion. He had already won the fight. Like he, and he's got something to fight for, you know, if he's getting divorced. And uh, he probably already feels like he won a million dollars now that he's divorced. But that's how I felt. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, uh, he convinced me just his interview. He seemed like, like how like I felt when I was fighting Mark Hunt. I was telling everybody, I'm going to win and it's going to be easy. I don't know why. Yeah, anyone thinks different. And then he punched me in my face, and I changed my mind immediately in the cage. Um, <laughs> I was going to win, like literally. But uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't watch it, but that was uh, that was awesome. Last thing I'll say: if uh, you know, anytime Bubba doesn't like your jokes in a text, just push him out of the conversation, like you did, uh, Don. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of Don, <laughs> uh, speaking of the legend Don Fry, uh, Don, did you watch the UFC? Yeah. Did you watch the UFC last week? I watched uh, the Rose fight. That's it. Okay. All right. Uh, how can you only watch the Rose fight? Hell, I forgot the damn thing was on, partner. Hell, it was. We were over in California doing something that, um, you know, got busy and forgot about it. All right, well, listen. So, Usman beat my. <laughs> yeah, we just got to run past how shady that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what we're over there doing stuff and we got busy. Okay, Tom, what were you doing in California? Got gunshots and uh, then, you know, run over that thing and then, uh, you know, and then we had breakfast. Don, what were you doing in California? California. I was chasing illegal aliens back across <laughs> the border. <laughs> I knew it. I wasn't there. I actually believed it. I, I, patrolling the border. He was patrolling the border. Were you Don left in Arizona to chase illegal aliens? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you, okay. Well, that sounds like a busy weekend. All right. So here's what happened. So, so Usman knocked out Masvidal. I mean, knocked him out cold. And yeah, yeah I saw that. that one I saw too. Yeah. Now I thought Masvidal was actually looking pretty good before he got knocked out. I, he he. Yeah, right. Poor guy. Yeah, he looked great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he kind of. I thought for a second he buckled Usman for like a split second. He 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 looked all right. Um, he got cocky. He put his he hands down. He got cocky. Down, yes, that's exactly what happened. Before the fight, he said, "Look, I've been hit by Usman. He hasn't hit hard. He doesn't hit hard. It's a, it's it's the softest I've ever been hit." He put his hands down. I don't know, man. Like he's had over what fifty fights. I. I I can't believe he would make that mistake against a guy like Usman. I mean, why wouldn't his coaches? I mean, I guess it's easy to say, you know, hindsight is, is twenty twenty, but you would think that he has the best coaches in the world. They would say, "Keep your fucking hands up, man!" Like this guy is dangerous. He does have power. Uh, it, it just surprised me that his hands were totally down. Sean, did it not surprise you? Uh, a little bit, but more so, uh, I think it was. I mean, if you keep your hands down a little bit, the guy's more likely to strike with you. Uh, it protects against the takedown. If he's got him up too high, like he's leaving himself open to be taken down. But I think he just, from their first fight, he just didn't think he could hurt him. Not bad standing up. But, I mean, it's not a lucky punch, obviously. But that was the perfect right hand, man. That was – it couldn't have it couldn't have been better. Like, the every part of it. You know, I mean, it was – it landed perfect. It landed with room to still continue, you know, on through his face. It was uh, perfect timing, perfect distance, perfect everything. So, I mean, it's bound to happen eventually to everybody. But Masvidal had never been knocked out. Uh, in 50 fights, so uh, I would guess he probably thought he couldn't be, but That's a good that was, it was a nasty yeah. right, man. That was, that was, I mean, Usman, you can't take anything away from him, man. That dude hits hard. He's athletic as hell, man, and he, he's got some decent stand-up now.
So he also like like pulled the guy's hand down while punching him. It was actually like a really cool movie did uh, that I really? that I that I haven't seen in a while. Um, now since then, uh, since si since he won, McGregor uh, has been tweeting Usman nonstop, uh, which is crazy because. The last fight McGregor lost, he was overlooking Poirier because he kept talking shit to uh, – he was thinking about Manny Pacquiao. And, and now it's saying – he says uh, – so here, here's what McGregor tweeted to Usman uh, during the fight. He goes uh, – he said – he goes, after the fight, fuck these juice heads anyway. I don't give a ball. It's calling it as it is. I got the biggest balls in Ireland with two lump hammers attached to my elbows. Send me in, and I'll pop that big pimple. Got three belts to go with my commas. He's basically also accusing Usman of juicing uh, as well. He goes, relax there, carbuncles, you big spotty backpocks. I guess because I guess when you have... When you have oh, I thought, he, I thought he was accusing him. I thought he was accusing him of changing religions because it's a Jew's head, you know? No, no, Jew's <laughs> head, not, not Jew's head. He goes, you were ringside last time I fought at 170. 40 seconds is all it took. Why'd you reschedule the Burns fight? What, what was the reason? It was never given to the public. Uh, and then he says, uh, uh, he, also, he, he also said that, uh, uh, he also said that I'm, I'm a block at 170. Give me to the end of the year, 55. I'll get the strap, I'll go up again. After green fungus panties, ha ha ha. Any one of these fools can get it. He goes, Usman's even copying my moves now. Uh, he's copying my words as well as my shots. So I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like Connor's got to be focused. It's amazing. Anytime there's a big fight, all of a sudden Connor McGregor just shows up and is like, don't forget about me. I'm still, everyone look at me, look at me. <laughs> I mean, it's unreal. It's like he can't let anybody have the night. He's got to just show back up like, I'm still out here. Like, come on, man. In Connor's defense, that was always my move too when I was getting very irrelevant. Like, if there was anything controversial, <laughs> like, uh, should women fight in the UFC? I was like, they belong in the kitchen. Just anything to get my name in with the story, you know, to attach yeah. myself to it. But, unfortunately, I wasn't very famous, so people didn't care. I, it just seems like Usman's a terrible match. Are you famous now? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm only famous for being Don Fry's friend. That's what I tell people. Exactly. Uh, Me too. But the next fight's got to be Colby versus Usman. Uh, it's got to be Covington versus Usman. I, that's the fight. I think so, too. It has to be. It has to be a rematch. That's absolutely the next fight. You know, Adam, what I find a little bit odd is Colby is saying that Usman tested positive for EPO. Connor's saying, huh, I wonder why you didn't, you know, the Gilbert Burns fight was delayed. When multiple guys who don't talk to each other are saying the same thing, that always kind of makes you wonder exactly what's going on. I mean, fuck, I, right? I, you'd think so, but there's been no proof. And these guys, the guys passed every single test. So I was going to say, I mean, all these guys go through the same tests. I mean, if he, you know, if anything, they should be wondering how he's beating it, if he's beating right. it, and do that too. Then he wrote, uh, Colby did tweet out, Mario looked like trash, but it's not like you have to be any good to beat uh, uh, Jorge. What's that now, 20 losses, you backstabbing bum? So that, <laughs> that, was, that was Colby's tweet on <laughs> the whole thing. I take uh, Adam's word for it that Colby's a super nice guy, but man, he, I'll tell you what, he's a hell of an actor because he seems, he can't give anybody credit for anything. Like it's Anybody credit. Uh, who do you think wins, Don Fry, the rematch, Usman versus Colby? Ah, uh, shit. It's, it's hard to 
bet against Usman right now. I'll tell you that. It really is. Because he's looking solid. I mean, anybody who can, you know, take care of Mosby at all like that, it's, uh, geez, you really don't want to bet against him. So, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'll have to be a traitor to my race and go with uh, Usman. <laughs> All right, we're going to 12, 20, 24 minutes in. We'll take away that one. All right. So, um, now, is, uh, now, Don, was there any time that you had your hands down thinking a guy couldn't hurt you and then you got rocked? Not that I remember, man. Shit. I mean, uh, I tried to keep my hands up as much as possible, but they didn't always uh, listen to me. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah no, it's just it's, it's crazy. Now, I'll tell you who, uh, who looked great. Rose Nama Yunus. Um, yeah, a, man. I, have, I, have, I don't know why. I had a feeling she was going to win this fight. I just had this. You know, I, she's another one of those that every time I bet against her, she wins. Every time. I mean, look, if she doesn't land well, that. Let me know the next time you bet against her, then. Will you? <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Listen, me picking a fight is the kiss of death. It's unbelievable. Dude, I read posts of Oh, my God. I was getting so flamed on fucking Twitter from the fans of MMA Roasting. But it's like, listen, I put them out there, you know, just because this. I, I'm always like, well, let's see your picks. Yeah. Okay. Right. You, you, you're so much better. At the, let's see your picks then. And they never posted their picks. They're like, well, that's why I don't post my picks. I'm like, well, then you're a puss. You're a fucking pussy. That's what. You, but at the same time, I realized that's what comes with it. Some of it was pretty damn funny. You also <laughs> picked a lot of underdogs, Greg, too. I did. I well, I always vote for the underdog, and I really felt like in this one, I just and I was a hundred percent like the opposite. Although I did call the Uriah Hall fight. Oh my god! All right, let's talk, talk about, about the that. one, the one, the one that I wish that I didn't get right. You know, now, does that even count as a win for Uriah Hall, though? Honestly, like well, technically, yeah. Technically, but I'm saying like. I don't even know if I consider that a loss or just a fluke injury. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, he did check it, but I, I don't know. You know, I, considering how uh, uh, popular that calf kick has become, I feel like we're going to see this more often. And I'm surprised we haven't seen it more already. I just don't consider that a loss. I, I consider that, like, just an accident. You no, know? It is, you're, you're right, but, I mean, it's not like there's going to be a rematch. No, but and I hey I hate to say it though for Chris Weidman because I love Chris Weidman he's a friend of mine. If that's his last fight, I'd almost rather him go out like that than go out and knock the fuck out and get his brain damaged because at least like he at least well, you, you know who disagrees with you, Adam? Chris Weidman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd rather just get knocked out than have that ankle thing fucking happen. Really? You don't think that like. Permanent brain damage or CT. Don, well, you're assuming that's what would happen if he got knocked out. You know, that would be a cumulative thing anyway. And at that point, one more probably wouldn't make a difference. But what happened to that shin? I think you would rather that have never happened ever to anybody. Don, did you see that? No, I did not. I missed that one. All right. Oh, so man, you got to right, see it. Oh, shit. So he, he went for yeah. a little calf kick, and uh, Uriah Hall, like, leaned into it. It was a perfect check, and his leg just – Kind of the same, the exact same thing that happened to Anderson Silva happened to yep. Chris Weidman, who his leg just became it, it bent completely the wrong way. He didn't oh my god! On it. it went even further the wrong way. It mm. was, yeah, it was 
It was horrible. I mean, right. It right was so back, horrible. It was, right so, and back, then they re-showed it too. It was like it was awful to watch. And then awful Jake Paul watch. called him out for that night. He wanted to fight him that night. Jake Paul said, "All right, I'll fight him that night." <laughs> we got to talk about that also because Jake Paul shows up at the event. How did he get tickets? Right? He got, and then the entire crowd starts chanting. Oh, Jake that Paul, was the fuck best. Fuck Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. Or fuck Jake Paul. Fuck Jake Paul. And then you hear like. Daniel Cormier be like, man, Jake Paul's here. And then, uh, like, Rogan says what happened. He goes, I'm going to have a word with that guy. And then there's footage. He walks over to Jake Paul, Cormier, gets in his face. Jake Paul looks like he's, like, stoned, going, like, what the fuck? Is this, is this real life? His bodyguards look like they were, like, out of the fuck play. They had to restrain Daniel Cormier from it. All he did was make Jake Paul more famous. And, yeah, and totally. I kind of wish he ignored him. But because I guess what happened was on Twitter the week before, after Jake Paul knocked out Ben Askren, uh, Tyron Woodley went into the corner just to check on the wraps of Jake Paul beforehand. And Jake Paul kind of said something to Tyron Woodley, as well as Jake Paul's trainer, Jaleon Love. And they were kind of like fucking with Woodley. And then Cormier was like, hey, you guys better not disrespect Tyron Woodley like that. And then Jake Paul said, hey, fuck you, fat, you fat ass. Why don't you fight me? And then that's how the thing started. And then Jaylee and Love will fight Woodley or something. And then it, it started that way, to which Cormier did not want to be called fat ass on Twitter by Jake Paul. He felt slighted. So now he walked over. I don't even know if they had a boxing match. Obviously, I think Cormier would maul him. But I don't know what weight they'd fight at. I mean, he weighs about 265 right now, Daniel Cormier. He'd have to yeah. you know, catch weight at 230 or something. Jake Paul weighs about 190. I don't know. Or that's what he fights at. I don't think that would be a fair fight, but uh, crazy. I don't think Cormier's her best successful making weight, does it? I mean, not really. Uh, but it was the whole thing was crazy. But the, and then they asked Dana White about it, and Dana White's like, "Look, man, the kid's doing something right. He's got the entire arena yelling, fuck Jake Paul. He's got fucking right. you know, Cormier running across the fucking thing to fight him.' <laughs> He's like, yeah, listen, whatever he paid for those tickets." Yeah. Dan is a promoter. He smells. He smells um, cash like a shark smells blood. You know. Well, that's what they asked. They said, you know, would you ever consider having Jake Paul in the UFC or something? And someone's like, look, he'll get murdered by these guys. He goes. He goes. Well, the guys got making money. And then you know, Dana goes, how much the money they're making? They said, well, they they did. So Dana said these guys aren't that. They're saying they did 1.3 million uh, buys. He said that's not true. They're claiming they're making all this money. I know that today there's a lawsuit now between Triller and all the illegal streamers saying they lost $100 million in revenue because of the illegal streamers. Uh, so that might all of a sudden be like, hey, uh, I don't know. It seems like Triller is laying out tons of money between all like the getting the Black Keys and Doja Cat and Snoop and this guy and that guy. And if they're paying Ben Askren a million dollars and Jake Paul a million dollars, I don't know if they're getting that back in pay-per-view buys, but it doesn't seem like this business model is going to last too long. But what the fuck do I know? Uh, I'll tell you what, the uh, illegal streamers should file a class action lawsuit and sue them back for <laughs> wasting their time because that was a horror <laughs> show. Like, that was, uh, yeah, that was horrendous. But, I, you know, this is what I think Adam uh, – I'm cutting Don out. Uh, just Adam and Greg only. Um, I, uh, I don't understand wow. if, CM, if CM Punk can fight in the UFC – uh, Jake Paul would beat CM Punk in a fight very easily. So if CM Punk can fight in the UFC, Jake Paul's ten times more famous than him. I don't understand why he couldn't get a shot in the UFC. 
if he wanted it. That, that actually shocks me. So I well, think he yeah. doesn't want it. I think he specifically oh, doesn't yeah, want for sure he doesn't, a, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but what's Dana going to say? I mean, Dana's not going to be like, yeah, have him come on to the UFC. I mean, if he says that, then it makes the UFC look bad. And people totally. are like, no, he has to be like, no fucking way. And, and then he wants him to beg, and then he goes, all right, we'll give you a shot. Um, in MMA, though, I mean, Jake Paul, he has, he's got a good wrestling background, and he's got a good striking background, but any jiu-jitsu guy is going to just sub him quickly if it goes to yeah. the ground. Um, he'd have to learn. Unless, unless they put someone of the same level in there like I did for CM Punk, you know, like if they put – Mickey Gall ended up being a lot better than we thought, but that second guy, the uh, the uh, the Michael Jackson that's not famous or a pedophile, um, he, um, yeah, I mean, if he fought him, I would pick Jake Paul against that guy all day long. So, yeah, I mean, Mickey Gall knocked that guy out in twelve seconds though, too, and that guy was supposed to be this yeah. like high level striker, um, and uh, it was crazy. Uh, Shevchenko looked outstanding. I mean, she just bullied Amanda. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Amanda. Oh, uh, uh, Andrade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jessica Andrade. I mean, she she just killed her. She's I know. I thought I liked Andrade going into this because she'd gotten so muscular. I'm like, she's gonna get in there and give this girl a fight. And boy, she, I mean, it shows that Valentina really has zero holes in her game. She is the most well-rounded. I mean, Nunez. It's probably her Nunez, but I've never seen a more well-rounded fighter in the women's side than Jinchenko. Absolutely. Yeah. She always looks out. Danny, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, Don, what was that? <laughs> uh, uh, Greg Fry, what did you say? What? Go ahead, Don. What? Uh, I think Don said she's outstanding. <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, 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 Greg Fry, what did you say? Tango. Is the hottest, coldest bitch on earth. That's what I gotta say. Those Russian girls are cold, but goddamn it, she can find that little ballerina move she makes at the end. I want to just put a little hot sausage up that tutu. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you guys went on a date, what would happen? Uh, you know, the usual. We'd go out. I would, I would, take, a, I, I would take a rape whistle with me. <laughs> <laughs> she would rape you, Don. Wow, that's... That's, uh, that's, you blame her? You no, blame her? no, no, I, I, I don't blame her, Don. I, Nobody I, blames her. By the way, Don, I've, I've seen pictures of you lately. You and uh, Dan Severn and Rob Schneider. I guess you guys did a podcast. You look great, Don. You look, honestly, like I know a couple of years ago you were in the hospital. We talked all the time when you were in the hospital. You didn't look, you were in a wheelchair. You look great, bro. I'm really, really happy for you, Don. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. Um, I am kind of concerned after the, we had a little uh, rape discussion, and all of a sudden you tell me how good I look. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man. Honestly, like I was, I was obviously worried. I remember Josh Barnett called me, and he goes, "Hey, man, reach out to Don Fry. He's not doing well." And uh, you were like, you were stuck in like bed rest for like three months in a hospital, and uh, you would never know, man. You look like you look actually healthy. Uh, healthy and happy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I dodged another bunch of bullets. Yeah, that's for sure. Good for you, man. Good for you. Uh, happy for happy for Anthony Smith. Look great. I mean, well, obviously he looked great, but another guy who uh, he he looked good. He kicked that guy in the leg, and that was it. Like, holy shit! That, yeah. 
Oh man, it went. That was another guy. I thought Crute was gonna Crute, Crute, Crutete. I don't know. Yeah. I thought he was gonna give him a hell of a fight, and then that leg kick, the leg just went numb. Like it was basically Chris Weidman's leg, but without the break. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're gonna ban calf kicks or or what or what's gonna happen. It's just, it's like a it's weird, right? It's like a, it's like a new. Uh, like, I, I think I think this might actually turn people off to go back up to that thigh kick again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's amazing is it took 20-some years for people to figure out that calf kick. Like, and I wonder who figured it out first. Like, oh, that hurts way worse. Like when they got kicked in the calf or something, you know? Like, it's weird how it always evolves, you know? Like, I, feel like, I feel like somewhere out there there's a coach that's, that when that shit happened, Weidman was like, I've been trying to tell him this is what right. happens when you do calf kicks, you know? Yeah, 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 100%. Um, and then uh, Randy Brown just completely ran through Cowboy Oliveira, and then oh, gave, yeah. then gave him two middle fingers afterwards. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was not, uh, that, that was, that I mean, was, he beat him pretty easily too. It wasn't even it didn't even feel that close. Do you think that this is the end for Cowboy Oliveira? Because it felt like the end to me. He's had a lot of fights, you know. He's Dude, I I just want to know who gets finished with a one armed. Uh, rear naked choke besides Harrison Ford and the fugitive like where in the world <laughs> he was tapping before he even used the other arm I, I don't know what that was like I've never seen that that was I don't think it's possible to tap to choke someone with one arm but we saw know. it though that's what happened all right yeah. let me let me let me try to get I might I'm gonna try maybe just to call Phil Baroni because I know he really wants to call this dude out uh can you guys hear this or no hold on yeah I can hear it so far put his number up uh Hold on, Phil. Fuck, cause uh, I like Baroni. I mean, he's he's a character. Yo, uh, uh Phil, uh, are you f having trouble with Zoom? How the fuck do I do it, bro? Uh, <laughs> all right. See that link that I sent you to click on the link. All right, send it like a link though. It's not really a fucking link. It's not blue. I can't click on it. You just set the regular. Make sure you type it in right. Now. Uh. Can you? Oh, oh, just, just no, just not the actual part that says click. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Uh, all right, I mean, here we go. Today's tech support segment is brought to you by Staples, <laughs> home of Geek Squad. All right. Oh my God. That's actually the best buy. <laughs> I mean, is it really? I don't fucking yeah. know. All right, here we go. All right, <laughs> right. Okay, so. It's oh, best buy or bring Charles on right. garage. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, okay, okay, here we go. Phil Baroni. Yeah, we, I, I'm pretty sure we got him. Phil, there he is. What's going on? All right. Phil, can I, yo, Phil. All right. We could see you. You have to unmute yourself. Press the screen and then unmute yourself on the bottom left. Uh, is there anything that I can do to help to help him out or no? Can you? No, I think you have. Most you can do is I think ask him to unmute. But he's got a. If you touch tap your screen, you'll see a little icon show up at the bottom left that says mute. You have to unmute yourself. You got to unmute yourself, Phil. Uh, he 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 looks good though. He's got, yeah. He's got a neck tattoo. Uh, and he's going to get something to drink. Okay. <laughs> the other day, he, he keeps telling me to do steroids. Every time that I, he texts me, he goes, yo, man, you need some steroids? I'm like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I'm like, I don't do steroids. And then he goes, uh, then he goes you got to get, get some Propecia, bro. 
I'm, I'm like, th thank you, Phil. This is what he tells me all the time. I need steroids and a hair. Uh, how's it going? So there he oh. is. All right, can he? Can you hear me, Baroni? Hello. All right. Uh, uh, there's a girl there. She uh, probably knows. I think that, yeah, she's there. We go. Phil's got a lot more tattoos. All right. So let's talk about some of the fights this week while Phil's figuring out the uh, the schedule. What's up, guys? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet in all your sports action. I mean, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards. I mean, how cool is that? TV shows and reality TV, which I love to watch. They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, the scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, huh? Don't be that guy or girl. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your sign up bonus. Use the hashtag betonline. A um, lot of fights this week. Uh, first of all, one on TNT is fighting. Eddie Alvarez is fighting this week again. He got disqualified his last fight. It was complete bullshit. He's fighting Ray Yoon okay. Um, and then uh, also on the card uh, is Colby Northcutt, which is Sage Northcutt's sister. Um, and then Reiner, the rider, against Ang La and Sang. Uh, this is on one, which is, airs on TNT. They got to do a better job promoting this because no one knows that. Uh, and then in the PFL, we have Rory McDonald against Curtis Millinder. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a second. Phil, have you figured out the, uh, the, the, the volume? Well, what if I put merge with audio? Would that help, you think? Maybe. Merge, okay. Uh, okay. Phil, Phil, can you hear me? Hello? Baroni? He was there for a second. That's what I thought. No, that was, that was Don. Uh -oh. All right, I'm going to unmute you. Phil. Yo. Hello? Fuck this. <laughs> oh, God. All right. This is a classic Phil, roasted Can that girl help you next to you? The girl next to you, could she help you? I, I don't think that he can hear us, to be honest. I don't think that he can hear us because he can see us, but he's not really responding like he hears us. All right. So Let me call him right now. Yo, Phil. Phil. Yo, hello, Phil. Yo, Baroni. Yo. Yo, uh, the audio doesn't work. Can you figure out the audio? I'm trying. How do I do it? All right, Greg, how did you do it? OK, when the video comes up, it's going to it should ask you to join with internet audio, and you click that, OK? 
connect with internet audio. That's the top option. You just click that and that way the sound comes on with the video. And then if it isn't on when you go in, then you have to like go to the, just touch the screen and the little icon and on the bottom left, there'll be a little microphone and you just tap that to unmute yourself. But it should be just when you first log on, it'll, you know, it'll say join with internet audio. Click that, hit yes. Yeah, come back on Phil. I nominate Greg for leader of the Geek Squad. Oh, Jesus. They got to work something around here. Certainly not for my <laughs> fight picks. I know. The problem is also now we have, we're supposed to have Tyler Diamond come on in like three minutes. And now he's going to come on and he's going to see the Phil's on. Uh, so I'm gonna, I got to text Tyler. Is that who Phil is calling out? No. Uh, he, Phil's calling out Jake Paul. Oh, okay. Come on in 10 minutes. All right. 10 minutes. All right. So I got to – all right. Here we go. Phil Baroni is coming back on the show. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Hello? Phil, connect with audio. There we go. He's doing it. He's doing yes, it. Yes, it's connected. We got it. Yo, yeah. 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 we did it. Nice. All right. right. All right. How's it going? Yo, Phil, you, you uh, look good, man. Yeah, I always do it. Right. Damn, you got guns, bro. You got guns. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on with you? Living the dream out here in Long Island. Yeah, yeah, you were in Albuquerque. You were training with Greg Jackson. I saw you. You were training with John Jones. You told me you fucked everyone up at that gym, and then you moved. Why did you move? Because Albuquerque fucking blows. Well, that's true. You can't, you can't <laughs> fault that. That's just right on the money. Yeah. The last time I saw Phil, I went to a pro wrestling uh, competition. It was in, like, in Vegas, and Phil was like, Phil wanted to wrestle, but like the guy was the promoter was kind of being a dick. He wasn't letting Phil wrestle, so he kept. I kept going over to the guy and be like, "Hey, can you let Phil wrestle?" And then they finally let you wrestle. So he, just, he joins the match, and you had this like this girl with you, this hot black girl. Then you were making out with her the whole time instead of wrestling. Uh, that was like that, that was like your move was to make out with the chick while your teammates were getting beat up. Then you jumped in the ring and you went, "Motherfucker, fuck, fuck, fuck!" And you hit everyone while cursing the whole time. And Phil was just fucking launching people. Like, his, his fucking suplexes were insane. Uh, it was a good time, though, man. But, but I think your teammates Thanks got mad. Coming. No problem. What? Yeah, it was a good time. I think your teammates got mad, though, that you were uh, making out with a girl the whole time. Yeah. Well, it just mattered that night. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, now, what's going on? So you want to fight Jake Paul. You keep calling out Jake Paul. Uh, why would you beat him? Make your make. Come your on, team. man! Why would I beat him? I think you know why I would beat him. Why would why wouldn't I beat him? I don't know. I can't think of a reason. Okay, uh, I mean, you're you're what ten and zero as a boxer? Yes. Um, okay. I won the gloves. I won the gloves in New York. Won the golden gloves. When was the last time you had a boxing match? I had boxing fights in Thailand. Got it, got it, got it, yeah. Yeah, I remember Thailand. You, that was crazy. Like, you went over there. You had a crazy Thai fight. Uh, they told you I, that you were getting... I had four fights. I had four fights when I was at. They told you you were getting all kinds of money, but you thought it was a lot of money because you were getting paid in Thai. It was probably like $9 or something, right? Yeah, it was $11. No, it was about 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was about 100 bucks. <laughs> we're going to pay you double what the was like, 6, 000, It was like 6000 baht. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you, you gotta write. You gotta write the book, man. I mean, one of one of my favorite stories when you and Justin McCauley went to uh, do tag team wrestling. You thought and you thought it was like pro wrestling, but it turned out to be a real wrestling match. 
And then yeah. they were like, then they were, they were like beating you up, but then you're, you're, you're like, your tag team partner wouldn't tag in. Yeah, he was scared. Yeah, so then. Yeah. <laughs> Justin McCauley didn't want to go in, he was scared. I, I, I fought, it was Fujita, remember Fujita beat Mark Kerr? Yeah. That's who I was fucking wrestling. And he's like an Olympic wrestler for Japan. I was wrestling the shit out of him. He was waiting for him to tag. You know, he's beating the fuck out of me. I was tagging, motherfucker. He went tag. Oh, man. Then a little guy came in, he tagged. Then when a little guy came in, he tagged. And then you got kicked off the airplane for being drunk? Yes. <laughs> so the- <laughs> I got too drunk. And I got, I snuck in the, 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 oh, I had a business class ticket. So going, I snuck in the, in the bar in the back lobby. I started making drinks. I brought him on a plane and I was drunk. I kicked but, off. Got drunk too quick. Oh, man. Now, you have a fight coming up in Atlantic City. Yeah. Like, in next month, right? Yes. In MMA? Yes. Who are you fighting? Nice. I forgot. Some, Justin, some J- Justin what? Justin, uh, Justin something. <laughs> <laughs> <gonna look> it <laughs> up. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. Now, what do you, now, <laughs> some now, guy, Justin. What do you know about this guy? I don't know. He wants to fuck a fight. All right, now what weight? Yeah, that's about it. Friday got two hundred five. Two hundred five. You wait. You're like one seventy, bro. Your mother's one seventy. <laughs> like two twenty five. <laughs> you fought. A, you used to fight at one seventy. I thought. When I, when, I, when I was on crack, I used to be a middleweight. Were you really smoking crack? <laughs> a little bit. Okay, so so now you're two hundred five. Think. But what do you what oh, do you want? Mate. Shut the sink. I shut the sink. Want a fucking radio? I'll be a fucking head. Right, damn it. Justin, Justin Kyle. Uh, who? Mike Kyle's brother. Who are you talking to right now? Charlie boy. No, no. Like who's the, who's the woman in the in the background? Oh, that's me. That's that's Charlie boy, and that's my girlfriend. Okay, Charlie boy and your girlfriend. Who's Charlie? Yeah. Uh, McCorkle, what, you want to chime in at all? This uh, yeah, I've got an awesome. Uh, I've got an awesome. Actually, two Phil Baroni stories for you quickly. One, the first UFC I ever went to, I had never trained a day, never fought, never even thought about it, and I end up going to the weigh-in, and I'm in the bathroom, and Phil Baroni's in there. I was like, "Holy shit, it's Phil Baroni!" And so he turns around, and he goes, "Why the fuck aren't you fighting, you big son of a bitch?" Like that's the first thing he says to me. Like I never <laughs> said him or anything. And I was like, "I don't know, man. You think I'd be any good?" He goes, "I don't know." He goes, "I promise you, you won't make any money." And I was like, cool, because they weren't paying shit back then. Then at another point, a guy, Mike Aldman, I don't know, Adam, you introduced me to him, I think. He talks me into coming on radio with Phil Baroni on a podcast. But you could tell Phil was not into doing it. He didn't want to be doing it, but he was being nice. And I happened to comment, our connection was terrible. I happened to comment that Phil was always in amazing shape. And I said, did you ever figure out what your cardio issue was? Because no matter what kind of shape I get in, I, I guess in 45 seconds. Who I said guess that? some of it cut. Some of it cut out, and Phil was like, "What the fuck? Are you trying to bring up my cardio issue on this podcast?" Like Phil freaked out and got mad. He said, "I have this stupid bullshit podcast, and you're going to try to talk shit." I was like, "No, I actually fought in UFC. I was saying I, I have real bad cardio." He goes, "Yeah, keep talking shit, bitch." Like his, I was like, "All right, whatever." But he thought I was trying to throw it in his face, and I was just saying, "Did you ever?" He would come in way better shape than me, but he always, you know, said there was a cardio problem, and I had the same problem. And then uh, he thought it was an insult, so I loved it. I started cracking up. I was like, I give up. Dude, Bar- Baroni, is so, Baroni is so funny, man. Now, uh, I mean, you're such a badass. I think that that Jake Paul fight makes sense because you have Yeah, it makes perfect sense. makes perfect sense. makes perfect sense. You have a name, and you hit really fucking hard, and we I'm don't the best know boxer how... I mean, I'm the best boxer in UFC ever. Ever? Who's better? 
boxing in the UFC ever. I don't know. Clay Collard. Oh, right he's PFL. He's a PFL guy. Uh, I don't know who the best boxer in the UFC is. Connor was probably Jeez, the best boxer. James Tony. J- James Tony was better than you, Phil. I hate to say it. Give me something fighting. It's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, but but you don't know how this guy's chin is, and if you connect, this guy's fucking out. But let's, let's, let's be honest. I mean, yeah. Um, now and 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 when you, when you're on, no one can beat you. When you you know exactly. when, you're, when you're on. Now it's just a matter of you know. And I'm on. I'm on. He's like, jeez, that's right. And, and I don't think they test over it in a trailer. So uh, I, I, I think just this, just these. Um, <laughs> um, uh, speaking of that, Phil, uh, a couple weeks ago you tweeted out a dick pic, and you put OnlyFans on it. I don't, but it, I don't know if it was your dick or somebody's dick, but that's not the way OnlyFans works. Oh. <laughs> you know that right? You can't just tweet out like a random dick and put OnlyFans. Uh, no. What was the point of that? I don't, I don't remember actually. I, think I was drunk. <laughs> got it got it and then yesterday and what he meant to say was fans only yeah fans only fans got, only. It. <laughs> got it got it got it members got it. only is the jacket i had when i was a kid members only, members only. that's got right it. now <laughs> now yesterday john fitch posted like hey sign up for my uh i have a diet plan that i'm doing uh, you know sign up and you said fuck your diet plan you go, you go check out my diet plan you post a picture of your ass your bare ass on Twitter. Uh, my rip back. And my rip back. Your rip back, but also that your ass. Big and glutes. You, big, beefy, juicy glutes. Hence the name New York Badass. Right. And you, as well as your tramp stamp. Uh, yeah. What? Um, Lovely. <laughs> yeah, what it's you, not a tramp stamp anymore. You know what a tramp stamp is now? A full back tattoo. Every fucking tramp has a full back tattoo. Nobody has what I got. Okay. But do you not like right? John Fitch? Do you not like John Fitch? No, I like John Fitch. The hack of you want to. If he's making money selling a book, how to get big or whatever the fuck he's doing, I want to sell one how to get way bigger. You know what I mean? Don If he's making money with that one, mine's way better. Of course. It's true. I mean, look, what, you're, how old are you at? 42? 41? Yeah, no. 29. 29, 29. Okay, now, nice. now, now, I remember when, like, the pandemic started. over here. Shut up. I remember when the pandemic started, you said everyone had SARS. You didn't know that it was COVID. You go, oh, well, same thing. Same, <laughs> same shit. You're like, everything's closed because of SARS. Yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> I hate SARS. Now, uh, Don Fry, did you ever work with Phil Baroni before? No, we um, had a few beers over there in uh, back east somewhere a couple of times. In Japan, Don, in Japan, he's fucking... Yeah. Yeah. On the Far East. On the Far East, yeah, yeah. I thought he said the Middle East. Uh, What was that like? (laughs) You and Don Fry hanging out. (laughs) Don Fry's the man. That's the best best time ever. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) Even my girlfriend loves Don Fry. Everybody loves Don Fry. So, so Phil, it was you, Fry. Who else was there? Who else was there, Don? I'm just drunk. I forgot. I just remember Don's mustache. Yeah. <laughs> 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 your girlfriend. And my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, probably my girlfriend that time. Now, now, was this with the four floors of whores back in uh, Singapore? That's in Singapore. Uh, but uh, what was that like? Don, did you go to the four floors of whores with Phil? 
No, no, I never heard of it. <laughs> Orchard Towers. So. Huh? Orchard Towers. I've never been to Singapore. Never uh, been to Singapore. That's the, that's, the, that's the only good place. Now, now yeah. uh, Greg Wilson, Phil has had the craziest life, man. I mean, he goes, he, he's a state champ wrestler for Long Island, county champ. He's a monster. He goes to Hofstra University. Then he, uh, he gets in trouble because somebody brought boxing gloves into practice and he knocked out the coach, Tom Ryan. Right? <laughs> so he, he gets kicked off the team for selling, uh, selling steroids to the entire football team. And then, and, 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 and then guys on the wrestling team was overdose on GHB. I was selling GHB too. The old panic, the old panic that went to the hospital. I was like, you fucking faggots. I told you don't drink so much. You wake up. Oh, tomorrow. God. Jeez. That's like horse tranquilizer. That's some fucking yeah. fucked up shit. That was hot in the 90s. So, yeah, it was uh, hot when I was in college. Now, it's the yeah. first time Hofstra wins like in football because Phil's selling the whole team steroids, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Corbett made the Jets that year. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He was a receiver. He was a receiver. That's right. Four three. So then, <laughs> so then, he gets, so then he goes to Michigan State, right? Then he becomes a pro boxer and a bodybuilder, right? And he's also a male stripper. He somehow gets on the Jamaican male strip club team, right? It's all like it's all black dudes and Phil, right? So he he and then he's also uh, training women, right? He's training women and. When they ran out of uh, sessions, he would sleep with them. That was that was their way of like paying them. They're like, all right, this is like Phil's life. He gets to the UFC and he just fucking murders it. He beats Dave Manet, who was a fucking thing. He goes to Pride, has a crazy life. You hear uh, what my girlfriend said? What's that? And that's how you got warts. Then that is how you get warts. <laughs> Then he, then he fights Frank Shamrock over in Strike Force, which was like one of the craziest fights ever. Uh, but and then and then he's you know then he goes to, he fights what are you fighting Ryzen? You fighting this that Bellator? You just had a crazy life. Uh, you were at AKA. You went to Thailand for a while. You were in way in Japan. I've been all over the world. Oh. I'm the world. I'm the most traveled fighter in the world. I've been everywhere. I trained everywhere. I've done the most fight fighting anybody. I've over a hundred fights. Over a hundred fights. And how many women do you think you slept with in your life? Over a thousand. Over a thousand women. Uh, Easily, yeah. You got to write a book, McCorkle. You wouldn't read his book. I mean, if you could read. Absolutely, if I could read, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just don't have me do a review of it like I did Matt Hughes because it'll get destroyed. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, Phil's been one of my all-time favorites, man. Like he, uh, yeah, he knew how to sell and market himself way before anybody was doing that, you know, in the UFC. Like, he was uh, he was obviously the main attraction when he was around there, even to the other fighters, you know? I mean, and you said some of your fights you would have won in the UFC, but the night before you were with escorts, right, in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lots of blow. <laughs> <laughs> Never went to bed. You know, we didn't, we, I came in like lighter, came in lighter than I waited and shit. <laughs> well, Vegas happens. <laughs> now you did. Now you did bare knuckle boxing. It didn't go that well because you went for four takedowns during the fight. Uh, I douchebag. Me and you should bare knuckle box. Take that. I would. I, I would never bare knuckle box you or any box you, Phil. Absolutely, fuck not, man. 
if you hit like a heavyweight. Mark Coleman swears you're the hardest hitter he's ever fucking held pass for. Anyone says that. Ask Javier Mendez. Ask anyone. Ask anyone who trained me or trained with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. But I do want you to see the Jake Paul fight because I, I want you to get paid. I will fucking murder Jake Paul. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Try and, try and, try and get this thing going. I, I will murder that fucking kid. All right, so you think, you think one round you knock him out? Yes. Okay. I mean, but maybe rather than just say, what do you yes, think? What, what do I think? Two? I think that he's been training boxing for three three years straight with Sugar Shane. Yeah, Lowe's I've, tra- I've been training boxing my whole life. I won the tough man contest when I was in college, so I think I'll fuck him up. I've, I have so many boxing fights. I was just boxing in Thailand against Lumpini champions. I don't think fucking Jake Paul and fucking thriller fucking Michael Jackson bullshit can fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No, I think you would win. I think you would win. Now, now, as far as cardio, uh, I'm, I, I don't oh, want you to cardio. It's not, even, it's not even one in the round. I got a minute rest in between every round. And there's no wrestling. I get tired wrestling, so there's no wrestling. Fuck the cardio. I'm getting them out of there quick. I don't want to hear about cardio, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. See what I mean, Adam? <laughs> yes. No, Phil, I'm just trying to get hype for this, man. Obviously, I'm going to root for you. Uh, okay. I'm obviously, I'm obviously, I'm obviously, gonna get I obviously want you to get the half million dollars for this fight. Uh, although I do worry what you would spend it on. Um, I'll, but, I'll, I'll blow it inside a year, but it'll be so much fucking fun. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> John Fry, who do you like, Jake Paul or Phil Baroni? Phil Baroni, baby. Phil Baroni all the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Corkle, Fry, or Baroni? Uh, Baroni easily. I can't. I mean, you imagine if Baroni boxed Ben Askren, it would have looked very similar to the Jake Paul fight. Like Askren would knocked way out. Worse. It would have looked way worse. I, uh, I, I'll tell you honestly, and I hadn't thought of this. I don't see very many fights that make more sense for Jake Paul than Phil. If you think about it, because he's going to assume Phil's old right. and over the hill, and uh, he's going to and he's a boxer. He got the pro boxing record, so they can't say, "Oh, you're not fighting a boxer." Uh, you know, former high-level UFC. It really, honestly, I, I hadn't thought about it, but that makes perfect sense for all parties involved, man. Uh, Wilson? And I'm not under the contract. I'm a free agent. I mean, there's right. no fucking yeah. excuses. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Greg, what do you think? I think there's no way Jake Paul takes that fight because he knows Baroni would knock him the fuck out. He's yeah, not looking absolutely. for a real fight. He's looking for some other fucking cream puff that matches up poorly with him. Now, I would yeah. love to see Phil Baroni go in there and teach him a lesson. I would see Phil Baroni keep him on his feet because he enjoyed hitting him so much. But, he but I don't. At, but, Phil, he might look at some of these fights that you've had that haven't gone that well. Good, uh, good. Let him do that. that. That's what I hope he does. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, that's why I said, if, you, if, you, if, if like you post the ones of you knocking everyone out, he'll say no. But if you post like the Carol Parisian or the uh, Lieben, he might actually take the fight. Yeah, so, hopefully. You know. Uh, nah, I think I don't think he's looking for any part of Phil Baroni. That's what I think. Let, let Don, uh, he's what Don? Yeah. What Don? Yeah, we're gonna have to teach. We're gonna have to teach you how to talk on the stick because you you just don't have any any um microphone ability, you know. So uh, <laughs> who me? Who me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you gotta learn to talk on the stick, man. How to sell a fight, you know? So okay. that's, uh, we'll have to write. We'll have to write you out a script, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Don. How does it sound? Is this is how I said talk, Don. I don't like this, Don. <laughs> You're just a little too timid, man. You're too timid. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just talk like this, Jake Paul. You fucking bitch. You want to come out from the closet and fight me? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, this is my favorite podcast ever. And <laughs> oh, listen, Phil, I'm campaigning for you, man. Um, Please do. I, I, think I, mean, I need I, Don Fry to, to campaign for me. I need Don Fry and Mark Cohen in my fucking corner for this one. Oh, that would be amazing. Right. Man, that'd be a nice one. You, you, you're on my corner, I'll, Don Fry. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, and, and my Uncle Charlie Boy over there, him too. Who's, who's Charlie Boy? He's over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's over there. He's over there. <laughs> And then who's this girlfriend? How long you had a girlfriend for? She left. She walked out. She didn't like my fucking interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta say, Phil, man, you always have cute girlfriends. Like, it, you, like I always have cute girls. Always, always. That's why I fight. Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously, yeah, right? Don, why'd you start fighting? Well, women, women. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You can always make money, you know, shit. But, yeah. You know, women, good-looking women yeah. are a good fight. You were the original fuckboy, Phil. You were the first girl. that, Like, I, gr girls would fuck you and then go back to their husbands. Uh, no, Don was, but Don was, but they didn't have the internet that back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could get away with it. <laughs> All right, well, listen, thank you uh, so much, Phil, man. Uh, I'm excited for this. Everybody is listening. Don, Don, can you fucking, can you get... Fucking people fucking talking about this and posting on Twitter or whatever. Get some people get some riled up. Get wait, run that by me again. Get, get I said, I said, can you help me get this thing going? Sure, sure. Yeah. Why don't you get your ass? Why don't you get your ass out here and do my podcast? Dan Severin and I have a podcast. Do our I podcast. <laughs> I will. Hey, hey, you know Dan Se Hey, you know Dan Severin was my first trainer. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I went to College of Michigan, I heard Dan, Dan Severn lived in Michigan. I drove up there and beat up his whole fucking gym. <laughs> I thought maybe, maybe, maybe the Tiny Tots preschool. Oh, sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> he beat up Tiny Tots preschool. <laughs> no, no, Dan. <laughs> that was a different time. I'm talking about when I went to Dan Severn's fucking <laughs> Beat up the whole preschool. Phil was funny, That's Phil was the start of the Phil Baroni story. He just busted a little five-year-old busted and just starts beating it. Wow. <laughs> little fucking bastard. All right, well, thank hey, you. Hey, Adam, you know, if, uh, yes. if, if a Baroni's girlfriend really is mad at him, I can, like, cure it for him right now. He just needs to go in and say, listen, you had me at, that's why I have genital warts. Immediately. Well, listen, Phil, good luck with everything, man. Have a great week, brother. Thanks, brother. Take care. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. You're the man, brother. All right. We got a guy, Tyler Diamond. Tyler Diamond has been a friend of mine forever. Uh, I know him back when he was in the Ultimate Fighter finale, even before that. He's a guy I think has been so overlooked. He made he lost one to one guy to, to Bryce Mitchell, who is now like undefeated, murdering everybody. Uh, and then the UFC didn't pick him up, which was fucking blasphemy. Then he got then he had to go. To the LFA, he won in the LFA. He just won in the PFL. One of the craziest fights I've ever seen. Uh, he was a huge favorite. He was winning, and then in the third round, he he gets blasted, like almost out on his feet. I was like crying. I I, I was I was I was horrible. Then he comes back, takes the guy down, 
and beast the living shit out of him uh, to win the fight. Uh, Tyler Diamond, how are you, man? Hey, I'm good, brother. Thanks. Uh, that was a good uh, intro right there. It was pretty much exactly what's happened. <laughs> why, why are you stressing me out so much that fight? Your last fight, too, in the LFA. Do you just like making yeah. it exciting or something? What's going on? Yeah, I just knew I had to make it a little interesting for people, you know? I didn't want to – I wanted people to uh, – I wanted to raise some blood pressure a little bit. So that's what that's what I did. <laughs> Man, but uh, you came back in the third and submitted him. Did you, you get the submission or you just beat him up? You almost got submission, right? I just beat him up. But honestly, the ref should have stopped it. I mean, 99 out of 100 refs would have stopped that. Like, I think that ref wanted to see me kill the guy because I think I nearly did. You did. Now – were you done fighting? Were you were you retired? Because it seemed like on Facebook you you had a you had a kid, you had like a food delivery service, you and your hot wife. It seemed like you were just like done, and then here you show up at the PFL. Yeah, no, I wasn't done per se. I just uh, for me, like I wasn't fighting. I didn't have a fight book, so I didn't I didn't really like want to live off a of whole story per se. I just knew that my time was coming, so. I was just enjoying life, man. Like, I was still training, but like you said, I was focused on my wife, my baby, and, and the business. So, uh, I knew my time was coming, and, and here it is now. So, I'm back at it again. Really? Now I'm uh, now talking about fighting again. You got to keep fighting if you want to keep the hot wife. You know, because once you quit, the money goes, the hot wife goes. No, that's not true, man. If you're an intelligent person, you can have both. So uh, that's that's what I plan on, on doing. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, Tyler, that's Don Fry talking to you right now. Uh, oh, dude, that guy's the fucking man. I thought I recognized that <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah, you got Don uh, after Fry. After you insult me, now, now I'm the man after you insult me, huh? <laughs> hey, you uh, – I didn't, I didn't mean to. I apologize. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's busting your chops, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, um, now the now when did uh, you decide? Like now, how what you had, how many fights do you have to win to get the million dollars in the PFL? Uh, I'd have to win. I'd have to win um, for sure. I have three more fights. I'd have to for sure win the last two, basically. And then you get a million dollars. I mean, that's. Awesome, and you live like in Oroville or something. Like a million dollars could last a million dollars could last you a long time in Oroville. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't last yeah. me as much as somewhere if I lived in like Bumfuck, Arkansas, or something like Bryce Mitchell does. But it'll it'll go a long way. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the card this Thursday night in the PFL uh, on ESPN two as well as ESPN plus airs at five thirty. ESPN plus, uh, ESPN two it airs at nine o'clock. Blaze and Tebow versus Yao Zeferino. Who do we like in this fight? Uh, I like the Zeferino guy. I uh, I got to watch him train a bit, and he looked freaking solid, man. His jits is so good. And uh, gosh dang, Tebow looks like he's a year away from uh, being in a walker. He, he looked he looked pretty uh, pretty stiff. So I don't know, but maybe he'll surprise us. We'll see. It's gonna be an interesting fight for sure. Uh, and then uh, McCorkle, who do you like in this fight? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, his pick because T-Bow, I mean, I don't remember him fighting since he fought Khabib, I don't think. So I don't know where he's been or what he's been doing, but that's been a while back, man. He's got he's got to be in his 40s, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's up there. Uh, also, Vinny Magalesh, uh, who is another guy that turns it on when people are watching. Like, he's, he's the guy that, like, you know, he's just like Bubba Jenkins, like we talked about. When the girls start watching the fight, all of a sudden they turn it on. 
Uh, he's fighting Jordan Young, who's 11-1, former Bellator guy. Uh, if he goes to the ground, obviously Vinny's got it. But Jordan Young can hurt him on the feet. Who do we like in this fight, Tyler? It's hard to uh, it's hard to root against Vinny, to be honest. You know, I mean, world class jiu-jitsu. Um, and I, I personally don't know Jordan, so not it's not a knock on him. I just I only know Vinny in this one, so I I gotta go with Vinny. Got it. And now in the main card, Rory McDonald, who by the yeah. way is in Sanford MMA, uh, he moved his camp to Florida. He's fighting Curtis Millender. Uh, he, was, he was supposed to fight David Michelle, but David Michelle. Had an irregular, an irregular heart problem. I think he might be out forever. That's uh, right. That's right. Poor guy. Um, Millinder is fucking no easy task. Um, but Roy McDonald is looking jacked. I mean, shredded. This is the best he's actually looked in a long time. Tyler, who do we like in this fight? Uh, man, again, hard to go against uh, Rory. But you know what? Like you said, Millinder is no fucking joke, man. Like, uh, everyone is surprised when Clay Collard beat Pettis, but like, dude, that fight was way closer than people thought. I think this fight might be too, but uh, ultimately, I think Rory finds a way of winning. McCorkle, uh, same exactly what he said. I think Rory, man, is uh, he's on. He's literally one of the best in the world. Rory is still, I think, really good, man. Really good. Don, I go with Rory. Um, you know, he, he's got it, like like Sean said, man, when he's on, he's on, he's got it going. Greg Wilson? Well, I mean, Rory does seem completely rejuvenated, like the Rory that we thought he was going to be in the UFC. He definitely has been showing that in the PFL. But again, I think this could be one of those ones where, you know, because he's already won it, because he's already that guy, I feel like Millinder can surprise him, and Millinder's a fucking hell of a fighter. I'm going to go with Millinder. Which, which, as we all know, guarantees McDonald to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, also, big fo- uh, uh, shoe face. Antonio Carlos Jr. shoe face. Taking on Tom Lawler. I hope Tom wins, man. That guy got fucked by the UFC as far – or by USADA. Not by the UFC, by USADA. He got like three-year suspension for Ostronen or something, and then they cut him when his like contract ran out. Shoe face is a guy that like – Wins fights, I think he's going to lose, yada, yada. Uh, Tyler, who we like in this fight? I don't really know Shoeface, but uh, I know Lawler, so I'm going with Lawler there. Uh, Sean? Same. Uh, Lawler's actually a buddy of mine, man. I love that guy. And uh, Like you said, Adam, what they did to him by letting him sit out his contract and cutting him was one of the dirtiest moves I think the UFC's ever done to anybody, man. There was no reason in the world if they didn't want him not to cut him then and let him go make a living. You know, that was, uh, that was terrible, man. Uh, and Chris, Chris Camozzi, uh, my man Chris, love that dude. He's fighting Emiliano, Emiliano Sorti, who has like a nine-fight winning streak. Camozzi uh, is a guy, though, that has – he's been doing a lot of Muay Thai kickboxing, a lot of running glory kickboxing. Oh, I'm, I'm going for John Walter, too. Thanks for asking. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know you knew these guys. I don't know if you know these guys, Don. Why are you going for Tom Lawler? I like Tom. I think Tom's – you know, he's, he's tough. Yeah, he's old school style fighter, and uh, he got like, like everybody said, he got cheated. You know, I mean, he needs to come back and uh, give a big fuck you to Osada and everybody else. All right, me too. I like that. Also. I like that. I like that. Uh, and I want Kamozi to win. Uh, now, Tyler, what's it like being a dad, dude? It's super awesome. Um, I mean, it's not something you you realize how it is until it happens. You know, and uh, God, if it was up to 
me, I would have kept putting it off, but my wife's You know, you don't really want to be but uh, been super rewarding. We got. I think you're in a bad area. Did, did you guys catch what he said? Not really, you know, but I don't want to ask him to repeat it because it sounded like it was really heartwarming. <laughs> and I don't want him to be like, I'm sorry, one more time with that? Like, okay, it's the greatest experience you can have as a human. <laughs> it sounded really, like the parts don't come through. It sounded so heartfelt. I'm like, I don't want to make him say this again. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just... Well, I'm connected yeah, to Wi-Fi. To so hopefully we won't have that problem again. All right, okay. Uh, now, Tyler, are you still with Team Alpha Male? Yes, I am. Um, uh, to be honest, if I, if I want to continue being successful, that's where I, I need to be. So I'm not going anywhere. Right on. Good, 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 good. I know there's been a lot of changes, but it's like you and Uriah are still there. Um, Cody Nolove, is, he's, he's in Florida, right? No, Cody's still with us, but uh, he – he has been going a little bit over to New Jersey, I think, with Mark Henry and working a little bit with him. But uh, 90% uh, home base, he's with us. Got it. And then how's Sage Northcutt doing? Dude, he's doing good. I freaking love that guy, man. Um, super positive. Uh, he had to pull out of his last fight because he does have some lingering effects from COVID, I guess, which I think is kind of crazy. I've, I've always thought COVID wouldn't affect someone as healthy as him. But, uh, yeah, he's getting through it. He'll, he'll be back soon. Got it. Turn on. He's doing trainers now. Yeah, who's the head trainer over there? Pretty much Faber, but, you know, it's a lot of the same that's always been. We've got a system that isn't broke, so don't fix it type of thing. Like, I mean, we got, like, ten coaches. So, uh, different coaches run different practices, and they all coordinate with one another as far as what the need is on the team what they're all seeing and uh and they address it so we had a good system okay yeah, I, cool. think, I think i think Sage had a good future um then he he got whacked over there in uh one fighting but thing is you know his i, I blame half of his dad as, as this trainer i mean his dad took him you know so far and then you've got to you know the dad's got to release him you know he's got to cut himself and you say, you look, you know, I got the boy this far. I can't take him, you know, past that. It's like, yeah. um, like, uh, who the hell just lost the heavyweight title type, you know? I mean, those guys, they got him there, but they can't keep him there, you know? So he's got to get a new training system, you know, new coach and team. Well, there you go. Uh, Tyler, are you the only one in alpha male in the PFL? Uh, yeah, I am actually. That's cool, man. Good for you. Fucking. So we had Lance. Um, we had Lance, and he moved because he got married and everything. Um, which actually ended up being great. I mean, we're in the same weight class. We could potentially end up having to fight, but PFL wanted to go out there 17 days early, which was crazy. Um, so, but luckily for me, Lance was there, so we got a lot of good training in. So, um, I was very lucky to have him there, so I could stay sharp while I was there. Yeah, well, how good did Bubba look, though? Jesus. Uh, it was cool. Um, I mean, obviously, I prefer to be home for an additional twelve days and not. No, no. I said, I, said, I said, how good did Bubba Jenkins look? 
Oh, how good did Bubba? He looked great, honestly. He really surprised me. Um, uh, but not to take anything away from him, I also just don't think Lance fought to his potential at all. And and Lance would agree. He knows that too. I, I, I don't know what exactly it was other than, you know, sometimes you can do every single thing right and just those 15 minutes don't work out. So, uh, yeah, but, you know, not going to take anything away from Bubba. He looked great. Now, are we going to fight like a madman again, or are we going to, like, play it a little more safer next time? Because you're giving everyone heart attacks, man. <laughs> man, up until that point, I fought really intelligently, honestly. And even then I did. I mean, I did everything right, but uh, I don't know. I just got caught. Everyone gets caught here and there. But I'll tell you what, for someone to finish me, they're going to pretty much have to kill me. And I think I showed that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping on the next one I can just get it done early. But your last fight, and, uh, too, in the LFA, the same shit happened. You're giving everyone fucking heart attacks, bro. To be honest with LFA, I actually have a legit excuse. I went to the cage at 151 pounds. I only gained five pounds from weighing until then. I think I had really bad altitude sickness or something. Um, when I was getting ready to walk out that fight, I kept telling my corner, I'm like, dude, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Like, there's something wrong. And he's like – shut the fuck up. You feel fine. You're going to beat this guy's ass. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, true. Thank you. That's why I have you here, you know, but in the back of my head, the doubt was creeping in. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't feel good at all. Um, directly after that fight, I went and probably took like a, like a five pound shit too. So I probably only weighed 146 pounds after that. Like, man, I did not feel good. But you won both these fights, bro. Yeah. Yeah. True. So that's, that's the plus. All right. I mean, what, what's your record now? A twelve and one or thirteen and one? What, what's your record? Uh, twelve and one. Um, thirteen and zero. If you if you want to call that Bryce Mitchell fight a win for me, which I think some people did, uh, but it is what it is. Well, I mean, dude, you, you're living the life, bro. You got a hot wife. You live in a cabin. Oh yeah. You got you got a you have a food delivery. You have your own business, right? True. Yeah, I do. I uh, I own a food, uh, meal prep company. Nice. Me and my wife. Yeah, nice. me and my smoking hot wife own a meal prep company, so it's great <laughs> marketing too. I see, I see her. She wears like pasties with like meal preps. Like people thought it's like the most out of shape people. His wife's wearing like a bikini and like pasties or the big boobs popping out, and she's like, "Hey, I'm like, this is this is ridiculous, right?" Uh, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Uh, but but yeah, man, you guys are you guys are killing it. I'm I'm, I'm super happy. I hope you win it because you're a good guy, man. You're a good Thank person. You. you give back. You like coach wrestling for kids. You like yep. teach, you like teach kids. You run clinics. You're like you're just a good human being, and uh, I like it when good things happen to good people. So. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, thank you. I I don't say no to anything, and sometimes that's problematic. But uh, yeah, especially when it comes to wrestling, I always give back. I always find a way. So uh, Adam, that's one of the best you. verbal blowjobs I've heard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, th well. When's your next fight? Uh, it's supposed to be June 10th, so it's a it's a quick turnaround. So, uh, yes, yeah. So, so they'll be matching me with. They should be matching me up with another guy that won, and uh, I just got to run through this next guy. Is it gonna be that 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 Russian guy's pretty good? Oh, the guy, the one guy that fought right before it was like a. I think he's your weight class, like the 15 and 0 Dagestani guy or something. There's like, uh, there's oh, yeah, yeah, that Mowgli guy. He's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's gonna be the dark horse, but uh, yeah, you got if you have a beard and no mustache, uh, you're tough automatically. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, so. Tyler Diamond. Everyone watch the PFL. 
this Thursday, ESPN Plus uh, at 530 uh, and then uh, over, over at 9 o'clock on the, uh, on the main card. Uh, thanks for a lot, sure. And then, and then rewatch my fight. I got the best mullet in the game right now, and I'm about to win the million, and no one even knows it. <laughs> your fight was awesome. It was, it thanks, was, dude. It was so exciting, man. Uh, no, that's true. Was, and your mullet was on point. I was like, this guy's really committed to that mullet. Hey, hey, if you have a mullet, you can't get your ass beat, you know, then it's really embarrassing. So I, <laughs> that's the pressure I like putting on myself. Yeah, yeah. Dude, actually, that mullet's killing the game, brother. So great bro, fight, too, man. Bro, I, I won and I went over where they were going to like talk to me and they didn't give me any mic time, but they gave that Chris Wade guy mic time, a guy who I don't know. I'd rather talk to a rock than that guy. Uh, <laughs> dude, I was going to spit some fire, but PFL missed the boat on that one. Well, they're not going to miss the boat next They'll get another chance coming up real soon. That's right. Exactly. That's how I see it. Take care, Tyler. All right. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, man. That was Tyler Diamond. Nice guy, man. I remember watching his fight. I watched it on Friday. It was a good, hell of a fight. Fuck, oh, dude. It was scary, though. I was like, no, no, no. And then. Yeah, yeah that kid almost pulled it out there. I, I think it was in the third. And I mean, it was. Uh, it, but he was dominating him pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, Don Fry, where can people listen to your new podcast? Uh, on YouTube, it's uh, Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. All right. Right on. Don's Toxic Masculinity. I like it. Now, is it why is it on iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud? Oh, I don't know. Hell, I, I'm, just a, I'm just the um, eye candy of the, of the company. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Don, do you, still have, do you still have the same girlfriend or no? I don't know about that one. I don't know. <laughs> I was gone for the weekend, so you know. Well, was she back? Things change. Things change rather quickly around here. <laughs> He's the most. He really is like. Uh, you know how they had that like the most interesting man in the world. It really should have been Don Fry. Okay. Yeah. Not that fucking Tuseki guy. Uh, so McCorkle, what do you have coming up? Um, still running the puppy mill and, uh, just hanging out. I'm going to go out and do Don's podcast sometime in the next month. Him and I already talked about it. So, uh, I'm gonna go out there, Don, I'll see you out there. We'll get it figured out. Greg Wilson, what do you have? I'm going to be going to Dallas for Cinco de Mayo next week. So, uh, I'm not sure if I can do the, I might be able to do podcast still on Tuesday, but, um, uh, it's, uh, it's already sold out. So I'm looking forward to just going out there and having a great show and, selling a bunch of my t-shirts and stuff like that. And then later this month, oh, also, uh, I'm starting my next five-week workshop. If you want to learn stand-up, go to thecomedyinstitute.com. It starts May 11th. And uh, May 19th, I'll actually be doing my full headliner set. The one I do on the road, I'll be doing here in Los Angeles in the Ha Ha Cafe on Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday, May 19th. Um, but that's it, man. That's, uh, that's what I got coming up. And uh, I will be at Sea Legs at the Beach this uh, Friday night, opening for Jamie Kennedy uh, this Friday night uh, in Huntington Beach. Saturday, I'm in Bakersfield, uh, May 7th and 8th at the OB Buckhouse in San Diego. Uh, I'm at the Riverside Resort Hotel and Casino in Laughlin, May 14th. Uh, I have, a, I'm sure, a, a nudist colony, May 30th in Temecula. Uh, and then... 
I'm at Happy Days in San Diego, June 18th, at Grapes and Grains, June 18th in Temecula. And Rafa, Rafa, you're, you're not gonna call your tour the I'm just a girl who can't say no tour. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I could be playing at the uh, the cork and bottle, uh, which is uh, located at the corner, right next to the Greyhound bus station. Uh, and then uh, I'm gonna be playing uh, the the uh, the YMCA free clinic in uh, Poughkeepsie. Uh, you gotta catch you. <laughs> and then there's I'm gonna be doing a show uh, in the mud. Uh, there's a creek outside of St. Louis, and uh, I'm just gonna be out there get tickets uh, on uh, on Earth Earthlink. Well, th thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. <laughs> I, love you. I love you guys. Don Fry, take care, brother. Take care, guys. See you guys. Bye bye.